A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. God so loved the world that it gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him will not be condemned, but whoever does not believe has already been condemned, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. The Gospel of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Every year after we finish Easter celebrating Pentecost with the Holy Spirit, we then have our Trinity Sunday to remember all of the things the Father, the Son, and the Spirit have done. And often on this day we might, or you might experience that the, the priest kind of gets really theological about what the Trinity is. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to do that to you this morning, so I'll go a different direction. Perhaps we can think of the Trinity in relation to us, something a little more existential. What does it mean for us? Who is the Trinity? Or who has the Trinity wanted to reveal itself as to us? And that's probably also a kind of a theological question, but let's uh, hopefully uh, bring it down a little closer to home. I do want to uh, use a painting today, which I'm not going to show yet, but it's a painting by uh, Botticelli, very famous Renaissance painter. And he clearly depicts in his painting of the Trinity something that the Bible has been trying to reveal to us from the very beginning. Often, we sometimes confuse the Bible as simply a book full of good moral principles to follow. And it's something that, you know, if your son or daughter graduates from high school, you might hand them the Bible as a gift saying, you know, read this for a, a, a life well lived. And that's certainly a good thing to do. But the Bible's so much more than just some moral principles. The Bible principally was, we have the Bible because God needed to reveal things to us that we would have never, ever understood on our own. We knew that God was one, almighty, all-powerful. The Greeks knew that, the philosophers knew that, but we had no idea God was a trinity of persons until we received the scriptures. In the scriptures, the God that's being revealed to us as a trinity is above all a God whose essence is love, who loves us and wants us to be a part of that trinity. That's the story of the Bible. So Botticelli paints this in a beautiful way and we can now put up his painting, uh, which is you see Jesus on the cross. God the Father is behind Jesus the Holy Spirit is between them. You have on the left, Mary Magdalene, on the right, John the Baptist, and in the bottom left corner, there's these two little figures that you can barely see. One is the angel 
Raphael and the other one is Tobias, and we'll talk about them in a second, but I'd like to just maybe focus up close on the Trinity. Jesus told us before he went to the cross something we really needed to hear because from the book of Genesis, Adam and Eve and all of us have doubted that God loved us. The devil told Adam and Eve, God is a trickster. He's taking advantage of you. Don't trust him. He's anything but a father. And Jesus came to reveal to us the father and he told us no one could love you more than if they died for you. Jesus on the cross is not there out of anger. He's not there because he was forced to. He's there because he loves me and he loves you. And look at who is holding the cross up, who's supporting the son, who's wanting that to happen is the father whose arms are under the cross. And the father's looking out at us. Look at that face of the father. He's like the face of the father in the prodigal son story, waiting for us to come home. He's not angry. He's not in any way judging us more than simply saying, come home from wherever you are, whatever part on your faith journey you are, God wants you to come home. I think this reveals to us better the Trinity than perhaps a theological discourse. If we look to the right and we see John the Baptist, John the Baptist's role was to announce to the Jewish world that the Messiah was coming. And he's there kind of with a Renaissance way of pointing up to Jesus and he's out looking at you. And so in the painting, when someone's looking at you in the Renaissance, it means they're telling you something. John is pointing to Jesus and he called Jesus the bridegroom. He didn't just say the Messiah's coming or God is coming or, you know, a, a mighty warrior king is coming. He said the bridegroom's coming who's looking for his bride because he's in love and he wants to marry all of us as his church. Over on the left, you had one of the women who loved Jesus the most, who was at the foot of the cross, Mary Magdalene. And she has the honor of her glorious hair that she used to anoint the feet of Jesus with that oil. And she's standing there at the foot of the cross. Yes, she has a past. We don't really know just how bad she was, but probably pretty bad, and she's had a conversion. She's one of the ones closest to the cross. She's one of the ones Jesus wanted to be there. For any one of you here who feels like maybe you're like a Mary Magdalene before in a conversion, whatever your past is, Jesus wants you to forget what that is. Come to him now and today let him forgive you and love you. You are welcome here. There's more to this painting at the bottom. Uh, originally these figures were painted smaller and then Botticelli painted over them and made them bigger, but it's just a little figure of Tobias and the angel Raphael, or Raphael, can never get that right. Raphael, Raphael, the angel, is the healer sent by God. In the back, you'll see him. On the way out, he's on the left. He's holding the fish in the, med in the medicine uh, containers. That's the archangel who God sent to heal. In the book of Tobit, Tobit had gone blind and could not see. 
and was suffering. His son, Tobias, went on a journey to recover the family fortune. Tobias, on the way, met this girl named Sarah. Sarah was grieving and was suffering because seven men had tried to marry her and all those men died on the wedding day. God wanted to heal Sarah. God wanted to heal, heal Tobit. God took care of that marriage so that marriage could happen. Tobias received on that journey the hidden presence of an angel. He didn't know it was an angel till the very end. At the end of his journey, everything finally made sense. Life became beautiful as Tobias is able to marry Sarah. This painting, Botticelli, was inviting anyone who's a sinner, anyone who's a saint, anyone who's maybe struggling in their marriage to find strength in the love of God, our Holy Trinity. Hopefully, each one of us today in our hearts will have an experience of God in this way, not the God of the philosophers or the theologians, but the God who came to earth to be with us because he loves us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.